Hi, this is Brad Constantine, and this is a podcast recording of the Old Testament. Although this is not an official recording of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, every effort's been made to be as doctrinally accurate as possible. I'll be using for the text the Joseph Smith translation of the Old Testament, along with many commentaries from general authorities of the Church, BYU professors, Bible scholars, and others. This format will be very detailed, and so if you want a deep analysis of the Old Testament, you come to the right place. Thanks for your attendance. Hi, and welcome back to the Old Testament podcast. Today's episode is going to be 2 Samuel chapter 1. Now it came to pass after the death of Saul, when David was returned from the slaughter of the Amalekites, and David had abode two days at Ziklag. Remember, that's the town that burned down. It came even to pass on the third day that, behold, a man came out of the camp from Saul with his clothes rent and earth upon his head, and so it was when he came to David that he fell to the earth and did obeisance. A careful reading of 1 Samuel 31, 1-6, and 2 Samuel 1, 1-16 shows two different accounts of Saul's death. The man who came to David and reported that he had killed Saul at Saul's insistence was not Saul's armor-bearer. When the armor-bearer refused to kill his master, Saul fell upon his sword rather than fall into the hands of the Philistines. His armor-bearer then followed suit and also died. The whole account which this young man gives is a fabrication. In many of the particulars, it is grossly self-contradictory. There is no fact in the case but the bringing of the crown or diadem and bracelets of Saul, which, as he appears to have been a plunderer of the slain, he found on the field of battle. And he brought them to David and told the lie of having dispatched Saul merely to ingratiate himself with David. That was by Clark. That David understood the Amalekites' motives is clear from Second Samuel 4.10. David's lamentation over the death of Saul was sincere and deep. Instead of being grateful for the death of his most violent enemy, he truly mourned for the tragedy that had befallen Israel. That was out of the Institute Manual. Verse 3. And David said unto him, From whence comest thou? And he said unto him, Out of the camp of Israel, and I escaped. And David said unto him, How went this, the matter? I pray thee, tell me. And he answered, That the people are fled from the battle, and many of the people are, are also are fallen and dead, and Saul and Jonathan his son are dead also. And David said unto the man that told him, How knowest thou that Saul and Jonathan his son are, be dead? And the young man that told him said, As I happened by chance upon Mount Gilboa, behold, Saul leaned upon his spear, and lo, his chariots and horsemen followed hard after him. And when he looked behind him, he saw me, and called unto me, and I answered, Here am I. And he said unto me, Who art thou? And I answered him, I am an Amalekite. He said unto me again, Stand, I pray thee, upon me, and slay me, for anguish is, upon me, is come upon me, because my life is yet whole in me. So I stood upon him and slew him, because I was sure that he could not live after he was fallen. And I took the crown that was upon his head, and the bracelet that was on his arm, and have brought, the, brought them hither unto my Lord. Then David took hold of his clothes and rent them, and likewise all the men that were with him. And they mourned and wept and fasted even until even for Saul and for Jonathan his son, and for the people of the Lord and for the house of Israel, because they were fallen by the sword. And David said unto the young man that told him, Whence art thou? And he answered, I am the son of a stranger and a Malachite. And David said unto him, How wast thou not afraid to stretch forth thine hand to destroy the Lord's anointed? And David called one of the young men and said, Go near and fall upon him. And he smote him that he died. And David said unto him, Thy blood be upon thy head, for thy mouth hath testified against thee, saying, I have slain the Lord's anointed. 
And David lamented with his with this lamentation over Saul and over Jonathan his son. Also he bade them teach the children of Judah the use of the bow. Behold, it is written in the book of Jasher. This verse appears to be a superscription like the one appearing at the beginning of Psalm 60. The beauty of Israel is slain upon the high places. How are the mighty fallen? Tell it not in Gath. Publish it not in the streets of Ascalon, lest the daughters of the Philistines rejoice, lest the daughters of the uncircumcised triumph. Ye mountains of Gilboa, let there be no dew, neither let there be rain upon you, nor fields of offerings. For there the shield of the mighty is vilely cast away. The shield of Saul is though he had not been anointed with oil." From the blood of the slain, from the fat of the mighty, the bow of Jonathan turned not back, and the sword of Saul returned not empty. Saul and Jonathan were lovely and pleasant in their lives, and in, the de in their death they were not divided. They were swifter than eagles, they were stronger than lions. Ye daughters of Israel, weep over Saul, who clothed you in scarlet with other delights, who put on ornaments of gold upon your apparel. How are the mighty fallen in the midst of the battle? O Jonathan, thou wast slain in thine high places." I am distressed for thee, my brother Jonathan. Very pleasant hast thou been unto me. Thy love to me was wonderful, passing the love of women. How are the mighty fallen, and the weapons of war perished? That's the end of the chapter. And the death of Saul and Jonathan, a very sad tale for Israel. Anyway, uh, that's the end of the chapter. We'll see you next time. Bye.